The following is a presentation of the All Andy Alford Network, powered by Anchor. You are listening to Andy on the plethora of platforms with the Anchor Network, whether it be on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Bleaker, and Pocket Cast. However you listen, wherever and whenever you listen, thank you for tuning into the program tonight. And you can always be a part of the show by following us on Twitter. It is at all Andy Alfred. It is at All Andy Alfred and Facebook.com slash All Andy Alfred. Guess who's back? All Andy Alfred. And a shot at a goal. 54 runs in the span. I'm going to get shut out. Dumbino hit to a home run. Go, Jack. That's way back. Put some extra relish on my hot dog. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Choo-choo, it's time for all Andy Alfred. Well, well, well. It has been so long, my friends, since the last time we talked. When we were talking last, we were in Miami, Florida for the big Super Bowl between the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Man, that was a great game. The world has definitely changed since we last spoke and it has changed a lot in my life as has changed is in yours as well and welcome in to another season of all Andy Alfred right here on your exclusive home for us the anchor network whether it be on iTunes Spotify Google Podcasts Pocket Cast Stitcher Bleaker however you're listening wherever whenever and however you listen Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Always, for always, you can always be a part of our show by following us on Twitter. It is at AllAndyElford. It is at AllAndyElford, as well as on Facebook.com slash AllAndyElford. Lots to get into tonight, of course. It's our first show back since the beginning of the COVID-19 situation. Um, it's going to be... A lighthearted episode tonight. Uh, not that much sports talk, of course, tonight because, well, we don't have that much to talk about. Um, the NHL is, well, we'll talk briefly about the NHL playoff format situation and how I feel about our jackets. Um, we will also talk a little bit about what we've seen so far regarding the baseball situation. I'll give you my opinion on that as well as the NBA's playoff race too but I want to begin begin with um, first of all I did not get a chance to do this before the COVID break that we had the long COVID break we've been off the air since since January and you know I want to thank the Anchor Network for letting myself and Nick the Money Man DeVere get a chance to go down to Miami for a couple days for the for media day and for media outlets to do that. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, and that was the last like big major sporting event I was actually a part of. Um, you know, we, we stayed at home and we watched, we came back, back to home base here in Ohio, watched the game there. And, you know, and then, all hell broke loose with it with regarding to COVID-19 and the situation with COVID-19. And um, we were off the air. Uh, we decided as a company with all Andy Alford's, the All Andy Alford Network, that we were going to take time away. We were going to make sure with all sports being shut down, there's not that much that we could talk about during that time frame. Um, my side, my, this is like my side job, my main job. I was laid off for a while um i was staying at home i i I didn't know what to do with myself after i found out that we were being shut down and um what i did was i you know i I took time and i paused and reflected on what i what my life is and i decided you know i want to keep doing this show i want to keep entertaining you the fans we've got a lot to get through through this covid situation and we're going to get better from this. And, you know, we've had 
trying times with this country so far since 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 February, since since the COVID nineteen situation. But um, we will get through everything through through the COVID nineteen situation through the Black Lives Matter movement and through so much. We'll get through it, and we all we need to do is unite and love and care about people. You know, that's really what it is about. It's really what it is all about. Um, we decided to come back on the air for you guys the second week of June because of the fact that a lot of businesses are reopening. Sports are finally coming back online. Um, we've got, you know, NASCAR's back. The, uh, professional wrestling has been continuing since, since the beginning of this COVID situation. Um, you know, we've got the formats for the NHL playoff situation. We'll get into that tonight. Um, and we found out about the ML, uh, with, um, the NBA and their situation and their playoff format. But Major League Baseball, we would be talking about baseball this time of year. And baseball, for me, is America's pastime. And it is now proven to me that the players and the player organization are the most, the most, I, I can't believe I say this, drama queens in all the sports. This is the time for the teams to, you know, the time for the league to step up to the plate. The league wants to get back into play. And we they were getting ready to start. We you know me and Nick were talking about this so many times off you know off of our air. And by the way, we'll get in I'll get into that in just a second about with me and Nick here in a minute. Major League Baseball needs to be on the diamond now. Major League Baseball needs to be in play. They have to. They honestly have to. And to me, it's the fact that these drama queens overpaid players who are, I, I, are, are just are just blowing everything way out of proportion. Okay, the league has come back time and time and time and time and time again with great offers. Absolutely fantastic offers. And the players have shot it down. I like the early one that they had with it being a, a, a 110 game season, extended playoff format. You know, if you if you if you don't feel comfortable playing, don't play. We'll still pay you. And I was for that. And then the league players said, no. They come with this offer last week. For a 72-game season. Standard playoffs. League players turned down. And today, we find out that they have offered a 60-game plan. Same offer as before. And it looks like the players are going to turn it down again. So I'm just going to basically say it to you folks right now. And I hate to say it. There will be no Major League Baseball this year. There will be no Toledo Mudhen Baseball this year. There will be no baseball this season. At all. At all. I'm telling you this now so that you can be prepared for, you know, if you've got tickets. You know, I, I've, I've been talking to people offline on, on Twitter and, and people that have season tickets and they, they, they don't know. If they're going to get their money back, they don't know if they're going to get their situation back. They don't know. But the fact that the baseball players have constantly rejected offer after offer after offer after offer has been absolutely ridiculous. It's honestly ridiculous. And I have nobody to blame but the players themselves. You know, yes, if you have a family... And you feel uncomfortable of not doing this, then by all means take the op out and you know take your pay and leave.
But to those that want to play, those that need to play, especially like the minor leaguers, and you think about this too. Cities and towns, you know, like the Yankees and Boston and Atlanta and, and the Dodgers, all the big market teams. I call Atlanta a big market team because they have the big broadcasting field. The Chicago's. All these teams, you know, they're going to be okay financially. It's the small market teams like Colorado's and the Arizona's and the Tigers and the Indians and the Reds and the Pirates and the Marlins. All the small market teams, the Rays, uh, uh, um, the, the Rangers, uh, I can't say the Dodgers, I can't say the Giants because the Giants are in a different thing. Uh, The Mariners, all those teams that are small market teams are hurting because of this. They're not paying, the employees that that run the facilities are not there. And they're collecting an unemployment check. You have grounds crew that are not tending the field every single day for gameplay. And so they're collecting an unemployment check. And then you have the minor leaguers that want to get into the big show, that want to play the game that they love and they have grown up with. They're not getting paid right now. They're not. So the fact that these Hypocrites in Major League Baseball are honestly, the players are honestly the reason why we are not having Major League Baseball this season. Don't pick blame at like the people in media. Don't pick blame at people like uh, like um, uh, Christopher Mad Dog Russo because I saw his comments. I heard his comments about Christian Yelich and Yelich complaining about it on Twitter. Let me tell you something, okay? Christian, what have you accomplished? Have you won a World Series ring? Have you won anything? Do you have a ring to show on your hand? Do you have a decent, you know, a decent uh, a series that you've been accomplishing in your entire life? Take that as a no. Mad Dog's right when it comes to the situation. There's nobody to blame for but the players. And I totally, totally, totally agree. The players are the reason why we're not going to have baseball this season. And it absolutely is mind-boggling. The first summer in my entire life that I won't be sitting down at, either by the car radio or at home on the television, or on the at the seat at the stadium, I won't be enjoying a hot dog, a cold beverage, and keeping score, and watching what is supposed to be America's pastime. It's not going to happen this year, folks. Because the players have officially said, screw you. We're going to stay home. I think that is totally, totally wrong. Back after this. Hi, folks. This is Andy Elford, the host of All Andy Elford. And I want to talk to you about my friends at the Libby Factory Outlet. Yes, the Libby Factory Outlet is now open. And they're open seven days a week, Monday through Friday, 9.30 in the morning until 5.30 in the evening. On Saturday, they're open from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Saturdays and Sundays, the farmer's market is open, so check that out as well. Whether you need glassware, dinnerware, uh, vases for your wedding, and so much more, Libby has a lot to offer. Stop by our store at the 205 South Erie Street location in downtown Toledo in the Warehouse District. Libby Factory Outlet, setting your table right. For more than a hundred years. And we're back here on All Andy Over for you tonight. Right here on the Anchor Network. Whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. However you're listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening. Thank you for tuning in. 
to the show tonight. Got to get into this, of course. Uh, the NHL has been off since the beginning of the COVID situation. And uh, we did get some information about the new phasing, as Gary Bettman said it best, uh, the phasing of the teams coming back into play. And it looks like they're, it's going to be a lot different when it comes to things. Uh, they've already gone through phase one, and they're now into phase two of the format. And phase one was basically opening up the facilities for, pe- for individual workouts and for players to come back in you know, train. Now they're into phase two, which is they're out on teams that are now available to play in small groups to practice and to get back into somewhat of a training camp facility. Uh, three phase three, which will be coming up in the next couple of we- couple of weeks, it's going to be interesting. You know, it'll be a full training camp, and we will also find out what the hub cities are. Now you're saying this, saying to me, Andy, what is a hub city? Well, with all the COVID situation that's been going on, the league has decided to put cities together, a list of cities together, that can host teams in both the Eastern and Western conferences. There will be 16 teams that will make the postseason. We're going to go right into the postseason format, which I really like. I think it's a, it's a good idea. I really like this idea. I think the NHL did it right. In aspects. Now, we do know one of the hub cities already. It hasn't been confirmed yet, but there has been a lot of talk with the NHL, and one of the hub cities is going to be Las Vegas, Nevada. Las Vegas has the facilities to do it. They're in the downtown area. They could cl- close off a hotel for at least some of the teams to host, you know, be host. And they can use the restaurants in there. They can use the training facilities as well, as well too. This is a good move for the league to have them. I think that they should be the Western Conference representative because that's where all the West teams are, like the Arizonas, like the Vegases, like the Calgary Flames, the Edmonton Oilers that are making the postseason. And we'll get to the postseason teams here in just a second. The Eastern Conference is a different story. There's only three locations in the Eastern Conference. One is Toronto, and I think Toronto would be a good fit for that. I think it would be a good fit, but you have a lot of the can, going, can we go into the Canadian, into Canada if you're a U.S. team? Because you would have to quarantine for 14 days, and it would just be an absolute mess. Be an absolute mess. Another choice is the it's Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Now I think Pittsburgh is a good facility. Have good facilities. They have a they got the PPG Arena. They also have a couple of good ice rinks there at Pitt University as well as at Penn State. Penn State's close by as well. One of the choices though is Columbus, Ohio, and I think if I was the league, I would take Columbus in a heartbeat, folks, and not because I'm a homer, not because of the situation. You know, that the Jackets are in the postseason. Yes, the Jackets are in the postseason. The Jackets are in the postseason. I'll say it again. The Jackets are in the postseason. And it would be home games, per se. Columbus has the capability, and Ohio has the capability to do the testing. They absolutely do. That's one thing that the league looks for. Number two is the amount of facilities that the league can offer. Now, they have, Columbus has a total of seven sheets of ice. Seven sheets of ice that they can host 16 teams to practice. I said it again, seven sheets of ice for 16 teams. That's nearly half. You could have two teams practicing in the same facility. On opposite days of each other, of course, or days or opposite times of the day. One, and I'll give you the sheets, sheets of ice. You have Nationwide Arena. You can use that as being the the top teams in the Eastern Conference that could be using that. You have the Dispatch Ice House, which is right adjacent to Nationwide Arena. That's another sheet of ice. You have the Shot Scene Center at OSU. That's a big facility that they can host. They can host a second set of games there. 
And you can also use the Ohio State Ice Rink. That's four. And then you have all the chillers. Dublin, Easton, as well as in... Um, Dublin, Easton, and as well as, and I believe you have one at Tuttle, if I'm not mistaken, if they haven't closed that one down yet. But you have those. And adjacent to that is hotels and restaurants where these players can, you know, eat, train, relax, and, you know, and be tested. Columbus, I think, is the fit for this. They should be the fit for this. Because if they're not the fit for this, then you're going to have a lot of people that are going to be, you know, complaining, well, you're going to take all these guys and take them out of town and stuff like that. I understand that. I understand that, plain and simple. But, you know, to get to where where we need to finish up, to get to the end of the season, that's key. That's absolutely key. It is. And... The league need we need we need to see how this is all going to play out, you know. But I think you have an Eastern Conference city to represent the Eastern Conference, and you have the West, which is going to be Vegas, representing all the Western Conference teams. And you play all those games in those two cities. Now imagine it's going to be big tourists for Ohio if you get all these teams in. If you get all these teams in, it would be huge for the economy. Huge. Now, there will be no spectators in the crowd. I would, I'm fine with that. But at the same time, I think it would be you know, beneficial to, to go with it. To absolutely go with it. But we'll see. The news tonight, today, out of the ja- out of the Jackets report, is that Seth Jones and Dean Kukin were lifted off of the injured reserves. So there's now three injured reserves left on the IR. One is Josh Anderson, Brandon Dubitsky, and Alexander Texier. Texier, we're looking at that could be a possibility that he will be back by the start of the postseason. Dubitsky, we know that he's going to be... He's gone. Uh, he's gone. Anderson's a little bit of a... I don't know. We don't know how that's going to work. We don't know how that's going to work. But we... You know, we, we will see. We absolutely will see. And it'll be interesting... Oh, the last game that we had, the last game that the Jackets played, you have to go all the way back to March the 8th when they beat the Vancouver Canucks 2-1. to one. That tells you how long we've gone without hockey. Tells you how long, folks. It'll be interesting to see how the league comes back and how, you know, and how good these players and how these teams are going to be playing. Okay? I mean, it's plain simple. So here is how who's going to be playing. The top four teams in the Eastern Conference have automatic buys to the first round, through, to the first round of the playoffs. The Boston Bruins are at number one. Tampa's two. Washington's three. Philadelphia is four. Then after that, it's a crapshoot. You have Pittsburgh being the 5 seed, playing the 11 seed, which is the Montreal Canadiens, who are 31, 31, and 9 that make the postseason. Okay? Carolina will take on the Rangers. That is the 6-10 matchup. The 7-9 matchup sees the New York Islanders battling Sergei Bobrovsky and the Florida Panthers. The Jackets will be the number 9 seed. They will play 
the number eight seed Toronto Maple Leafs. Austin Matthews, Mitch Marder, Freddie Anderson, and the Leafs to start the playoffs. Oh my God. Isn't that going to be a great series? I look at some of the series, and those are best of fives. So you gotta you gotta win three. You gotta win three. Can I see the Jackets taking in three games? No. I say four at least. Possibly four games. Now with everybody healthy. And you have El- a young Elvis Merlinkus. You have basically I said everybody healthy. I think this team could could possibly make a run. They could honestly make a run, and I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if you know they would they would make the serious run, especially with nobody in the crowd. Maybe a best of five for five through eleven to open up the playoff series, and then they would reseed from one through four because they would play each other. And see who gets the higher seed to start the playoffs. And if it started today, it would be it would be Toronto playing and Toronto and Columbus playing either Boston or or Tampa. And we all know how Tampa went last year with us. I take Boston. Boston would be a tough one for us. But we'll see. Absolutely see. But Four teams did not make the cut. Of course, the Buffalo Sabres did not make the cut. The Devils did not make the cut. Ottawa definitely wasn't going to make the cut. And, of course, the Detroit Red Wings did not make the cut. Western Conference top four teams look like this. It is the St. Louis Blues with the number one overall seed at 42-19-10 with 94 points. Colorado would be the second seed. Vegas the third seed. Dallas the fourth seed. Fifth seed. Are the Edmonton Oilers? They would are going to play the Chicago Blackhawks. The Hawks are in the playoffs at 32, 30, and 8 with 72 points. Can you believe it? And think about this: uh, your Kane, Taves, all healthy now. Could there be a possible upset in the first round? Could be. Nashville 6C would play the uh, would play the Arizona Coyotes in the 6 10 matchup. That's a good matchup right there. Vancouver the 7C would play the number 9C Minnesota Wild and the 8-9 I think it's a really good one. Calgary versus Winnipeg, very good matchup right there. Uh, the four California teams do not make the cut to the postseason this year. It'll be interesting. It'll be absolutely interesting. But we got to get to phase four, and that's phase four. When right now we're at phase two. So we'll keep you posted with regarding of that, of the NHL playoffs. But it's good to see that the Jackets are back on the ice. They're practicing. They're getting back to you know, back to their normal ways. We'll see what happens. You're listening to All In The Offer tonight right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, however you're listening, wherever and whenever you're listening, thank you for tuning in to the show tonight. So we just dove into the NHL situation and the playoff format, of course. We also found out about the NBA situation. They're going to start on the 31st of July. And they're going to play all their games at Walt Disney World, Orlando. Keyword there. Eight Eastern Conference teams, 15 Western Conference opponents for 22 teams to play in the NBA playoffs. And they're going to go right into the playoff format as well. They'll play a few games to get everything situated and get the seedings all correct. But, of course, the Pistons and the Cavs are on the outside Looking in with regarding of that. Looking at the teams in the NBA. Last games, of course, were were scheduled to be um, in March. The final games, of course, were back 
in March. And, you know, it was... It was an interesting development, of course, because we found out that the, you know, the league shut down basically on, on, March, on March 11th after their one player, Rudy Gobert, had the, had the coronavirus from Utah. Shut it down. So here is what the how it's going to look like for the playoffs, okay? So, top te- eight teams in the Eastern Conference make it. Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Miami, Indiana, the 76ers, the Nets, and the Magic all make the playoffs season. 15 teams in the East make it. The Lakers, the Clippers, the Nuggets, the Jazz, the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Houston Rockets, Dallas Mavericks, Memphis Grizzlies. All those teams are above 500. Portland, uh, Portland, 29 and 37 is in. New Orleans is in at 28 and 36. Sacramento's in. At 28 and 36. San Antonio is in at 27 and 36. And Phoenix is in at 26 and 39. All these teams. All these teams in. By the way, I forgot to mention the Washington Wizards are in too. No, excuse me. The Wizards are not in. Let's make sure. Double check. But the Bulls, the Hornets, the Knicks. The Cavs, the Hawks, out. The Timberwolves, out. Golden State, out. So, you know. And that's going to be interesting to see how the NBA does their playoff situation. With it being in Orlando at Disney World, they're going to have these players in, like, resorts already. Like, the, they're going to quarantine a couple of the resorts off for just the players and for their families. And hearing some of the rules is interesting. Uh, there'll be no card games of more than, you know, you know, more than two people. Uh, no ping pong. Can't play doubles ping pong. You can play singles, but you can't play doubles. And um, it's it, it's going to be interesting. It'll absolutely be interesting. Major League Soccer is coming back. I forgot to, I wanted to make mention of that. The crew is coming back. They're going to be doing a tournament in Orlando. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It will be interesting. Orlando must be the hot spot for players to come back and for games to come back. We shall see. We are seeing a lot of, but there are sports that are happening as we speak right now. Of course, you have NASCAR being coming back, having been back. They were just at Homestead this past Sunday. Um, They had 500 fans in the stands, and they were all military members that were adjacent, adjacent to Homestead International Speedway in the military base. They allowed them to come in. It'll be interesting in a couple weeks when they go to Texas. They are going to allow spectators into the stands in Texas for the Texas race. We'll see what happens with that. Absolutely see what happens with that. And then you have the the PGA being back on tour. They had their big event this past week. Huge event this week. And, you know, I'll say this. I've been getting more into golf than anything else. And they're up in Hilton Head, South Carolina this weekend for the RVC Heritage Classic. And Ian Poulter's up seven under par on this first day of competition. Uh, We haven't seen Tiger. I've been noticing Tiger is not playing in, in this. But last week was the Charles Schwab, which was the big at Colonial. 
And it was Daniel Berger with the big win in the playoff hole at 15 under par to win the big tournament at the at the Colonial. He finished the round with uh, his three rounds were 65, 67, 67, and 66. He earns 500 FedEx points and he earns 1.35 million dollars. Some notable mentions: Jordan Spieth, 11 under par for the tournament, finishes tied for 10th. Bubba Watson finishes tops at tied for seventh at 13 under par. Justin Rose, 14 under par for the tournament, tied for third. You had Bryson Chambeau at 14 under par for the the Charles Schwab tournament that took place last weekend. Of course, like I said tonight, today, this week they're in South Carolina. For the RBC Canadian Open, but it's being taken place in South Carolina at Hilton Head in South Carolina. So, you know, they couldn't make it across the border, but they're going to honor that tournament by playing there. I think it's a it's a good move. I think it's a good move. And that oh excuse me the RBC Heritage my apologies that the RBC Classic the Heritage is what they're playing and um, you know it's going to be interesting it will be interesting and the big news is coming up next right here on all of the Alfred right here on the Anchor Network. We have a big announcement that's coming to Northwest Ohio and Southeast Michigan. You might want to turn up the volume for this one. Good evening, everybody. This is Andy Alford coming to you live from the Man Cave Studios. Yes, you're hearing it right. It is the golf music. As a major announcement was made a few days ago, was regarding the Marathon Classic presented by Dana in Sylvania, Ohio. Now, we're going to play this in the background as I'm talking, of course. But, um, of course, the COVID-19 has really hit the LPGA really hard. But they are going to continue, and they're coming back strong here in the Northwest Ohio area. Specifically in the Northwest Ohio area. As the LPGA made the announcement this past week that there will be two events here in the Northwest Ohio area for the LPGA golfers. The first event will be taking place July 31st, 1st and 2nd of August, as it will be the LPGA's big challenge. $1 million purse. All 144 golfers will compete on the famed Inverness Golf Course to see who will get the championship and get that $1 million purse. And of course, it's going to be interesting to see how these players will come out of the COVID break. Because most of them haven't played since February and March at least competitively in golf but it will be interesting to see what happens and then of course it's the big daddy the big tournament that we all look forward to here in northwest ohio from the rolling hills of ottawa hills to the beautiful skyline and concrete potholes of toledo ohio to the beautiful lake and bay in oregon ohio to our nation's history in perrysburg ohio comes the golf tournament unlike any other in the Northwest Ohio sports scene. A tournament played in Sylvania, Ohio at Highland Meadows Golf Course. The best women golfers descend on this golf course for four days to see who will lift the trophy made by Libby Glass. August 6th through the 8th, excuse me, August 6th through the 9th, the Marathon Classic, presented by Dana in Sylvania, Ohio, 
and it will be open to spectators, fans, and yours truly. We will have full coverage of the Million Dollar Challenge and the Marathon Classic right here on All Andy Alfred, your exclusive home for coverage of the tournaments. I'm looking forward to covering it with you guys here. And uh, we are working hard to get the credential for the Inverness Club. We've got the credential for the Marathon Classic. We will be on the course, as always, on Friday and Saturday. Friday being the big cut day. And Saturday being set up Saturday for the beautiful Sunday Championship Showdowns. Yours truly and a few guests will be joining you right here on All Andy Alfred as we'll have full coverage of the LPGA making their way to the Glass City. As you're listening to All Andy Alfred tonight right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, However you're listening, wherever and whenever you're listening, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. And we will now go into the end of our podcast this evening with a little bit of Andy Rants. So you just heard, of course, the big news, the LPGA coming back to Toledo for the big two-week tournaments that will be taking place. Of course, all Andy Alford and this and the with the Anchor Network will be broadcasting those tournaments for you guys here live on the Anchor Network. Those three days, July 31st, the 1st, and the 2nd of August will be the big days for the the Million Dollar Challenge. And so that will be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then starting the 6th of August to the 9th will be the Marathon Classic. And we will have... We will have full in-depth coverage for that one for you guys right here on the Anchor Network. Of course, we'll have more coverage with the NHL, with their playoff situation as we get dive in as well. We're going to be doing these podcasts now twice a week, starting next week. We'll be doing it on Tuesdays and Fridays to get you set for the long haul of sports that will be coming coming down the pipeline. But like the first few weeks of these shows, I'm going to let you know right now, are going to be a little bit lighthearted and a little bit, you know, just to, just to freshen up and a fresh recap so you can hear what I have to say about what's happening in the world. And, you know, it'll be, it is truly a pleasure to have you on and have you be a part of your life and be able to, give you some sports aspect to it. Um, if you haven't hit our subscribe button yet, then what are you doing? Hit the subscribe button. We do podcasts every Tuesday and Friday right here on the Anchor Network. So it's time for Andy Rants tonight, of course. Not much of a rant, but um, but just a discussion and just to talk a little bit on what is happening in our world. Of course, we are... We're in a crossroads in this country of what is happening. Um, I don't want to go into everything too in detail about what's happening in this world. But, you know, we all have to come together and we all have to be united because these are the United States of America. And uh, whether you're African-American, white, uh, Mexican, Caucasian... LGBTQ, no matter what the situation is, we all, we're all Americans. We're all people. We all have feelings. We all have emotions. We all have heart. And to me, we need to come together and unite over the situation. Over situations of hatred and... and, and, and and just disgusting acts. We have to stop this. We have to come together. Because we don't want to have a situation where we are going backwards. 
from the COVID situation. All 50 states have reopened, but now we're having spikes because people don't want to wear a face mask or people are going out when they're sick, when they should not be going out. And I understand you've been cabin, it's been cabin fever for two, three months. I understand that. I've been, I've been down that road before plenty of times. But we all need to come together as one nation under one God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. So that they say in the Pledge of Allegiance, we have to come together as one and unite as one to make this country truly amazing and if you're wondering where I fall in the lines I have my own lines and I understand where everybody has their opinions and their um, their own thoughts and this is why we're America Americans we have our freedom of speech have a freedom of rights, you know, but there's no place in this world for hatred. There's no place in this world for for hurting people in the wrong ways. And there's no way in this world that we can call ourselves good Christians for the way that we've been acting. Exactly. I just wanted to say that. Um, I'm going to be taking a mini vacay from my other job. I'm going to hit the park. Of course, I'm going to be hitting the, not just the park, but I'm looking forward to this. July 9th, opening day for Cedar Point. Now, I've been hearing all these things about how they're going to institute social distancing and they're going to going to make you require to wear a mask require you to make wear a mask at all times temperature check i understand the temperature checks i understand the social distancing but for me to wear a mask while you're on a ride no absolutely not for me i love the feeling of the air hitting you in the face and just and just taking your breath away. You know, and I had to wear a cloth mask or a silicone mask over my face so that I can so I can just ride a ride. I think that's a little I think it's a, little, it's a bit much. Now when you're in the queue lines and when you're waiting in line, yes. Definitely wear a mask because you're not going to be social distancing. And you don't want to catch the whatever it is. But it should be as soon as you board the ride, take your mask off, put it in your pocket, or put it in put it in somewhere that's safe. Seatbelt, lap bar, go. That's what it should be. Not, not oh wear the mask while you're on the ride because you know we're gonna sanitize, and you know I know we're gonna have this problem. We're gonna see it happen in the beginning of this of the season being open up. You're going to have longer wait times, longer load times for rides because they have to stop and sanitize every seat. And they're going to do every other seat. You know that's going to be what it is. So you'll have somebody sitting in the front car, the middle seat will be empty, and then the front, and then the back car. People will be sitting in the back car. There'll be an empty seat in the front, middle seat will be open, back seat will be empty, there'll be every other car. It's going to take a while. It's going to take a longer load time for those for the rides but for me you know it's a piece of summer that needs to be open and for the community of erie county that needs it they need that money they're hurting they're hurting bad and for cedar point to open up will be beneficial kalahari is now open the water park's open we're going up this upcoming weekend to cedar point for their son and fun and young package that we're doing 
And I think it's going to be fantastic. Just a little mini vacay on the beach during the hot, when it's 92 degrees on a Saturday afternoon. It's going to be perfect. I'm, I'm going to look like a look like George Hamilton after a couple days after after the red Mr. Krabs lobster look I have happens. I'm going to look forward to that. But tonight's show is dedicated to my father. Dennis Elfred, uh, happy Father's Day, Dad. I love you. And um, you're truly an inspiration to me and to so many others in this world. I, I, I can't believe that you. I get to call you Dad, and I love you so much. Um, I'm not going to share any... Well, I'll share some details a little bit. Uh, my dad was sick during this whole situation. Um, he was on a ventilator for... Seven days, was taken off the ventilator. Found out his kidney functions were 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 abnormal, so he he was then put onto dialysis. He is fully now recovered from dialysis, and he is now on the mend. And he told me the other day he wants to go out golfing, and I can't wait to go golfing with him. And so uh, this show is dedicated to him. I love you, Dad. We'll be back on Tuesday. For another edition of All Andy Elford right here from the Man Cave Studios. Um, we're looking to do Friday shows. We're still going to do the show tape tape show for the Anchor Network and everything like that. But coming up later on, if we get college football. And that's the Keith word, if we get college football. Because we'll, we'll dive into that next week with regarding college football. When we get college football... We will do shows Friday for Falcon Friday, of course. We're headed to the moon, as Scott Leffler says. The best. So until next week when I talk to you for the first time on Tuesday, I'm Andy Elford. I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. The game of life. Keep your stick on the ice. And to the teams you root for at home, and to my teams, go Jackets! Let's go walleye. Even though the season's done. Let's go. Let's go Falcons. I was going to say let's go with the baseball teams, but they're not playing. And if I had to root for uh, basketball teams, let's go Raptors. And happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. Game of life. And victory is sweetest. When you have tasted defeat. Have a great weekend, everybody. We're back on the air right here on All Andy Alfred. Love you, babe. Talk to you guys next week. This has been a presentation of the All Andy Alfred Network powered by Anchor. You have been listening to Andy right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, Bleaker, however you listen, wherever and whenever you're listening, Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. And remember, you can follow Andy on Twitter. It is at all Andy Elford. It is at all Andy Elford. Facebook.com slash all Andy Elford. Podcasts are posted every Tuesday and Friday right here on the Anchor Network.